Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. Hi, I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. I really love family photographs, all of them, from the mystery images you find in shoeboxes and albums to the pictures you snap with your digital devices. No mystery is too small. A simple question about an image can lead to new stories of your ancestors. This means you can count on me to help you identify the people in them, offer solutions for preserving and organizing them, and yes, even guide you in the various ways to gather and share picture stories with your relatives. This is Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. This is my end of the month live that I do. I'm really excited about today's special topic that we're going to talk about. So today we are talking about postcards. I did a themed month back in February and the theme was tintypes and it was pretty popular and we all learned a whole bunch about tintypes that we didn't know and I talked to modern day tintype photographers. But this time I thought, here it is, August, it's vacation, either you're traveling or you wish you were traveling. So I thought, well, why not postcards? Because I used to send postcards to people. We focused on postcards in the podcast. Three episodes just focused on podcasts, on uh, postcards. And we asked people to send me postcards, which was great because you listened. I have a ton to share. I have some that are just online, which unfortunately on Instagram, you're not going to be able to see, but you'll have to go to my Facebook page to see them in the album. So hello, everyone. The fourth episode of August was Vintage Aerial Photographs. If you have not listened to it or looked at their website and you have people who live in your family tree that lived on farms then you really, really need to go look at vintage aerials to see if you can identify any of the photographs that they have that are unidentified or the 18 million photographs that they have on their website might actually depict something in your family. It's an amazing collection. They're adding stuff all the time. It's cool. But let's go, let's jump right in to the postcards. My goodness, where should I start? So many, so many start with I'll show them and tell you what they are plus I went through my own postcard collection for Providence Rhode Island to see if I had any interesting ones and one of my guests said that our ancestors used to use postcards to communicate during the day 
because they have multiple mail deliveries, which it's hard to imagine, isn't it, today that you're going to get multiple mail deliveries so that you can send someone a postcard in the morning and invite them to lunch? So I wanted to go through the postcards in my collection. And so I went through a couple of hundred of them. Most of them didn't have any messages on the back. But one of them had an interesting one where it said, if you decide to send me corn, send it to the office. And I thought, well, that's not, it's not what we usually put on the back of a postcard, which is wish you were there or here with us. There is something I have learned about all of you listeners and readers of my newsletter. And if you're not on my newsletter list, you really ought to get on the list because I'm going to start sharing some other stuff just to newsletter readers. I learned that many of you, like one of my podcast guests, started collecting postcards when you were a kid. And if you didn't start collecting them, your ancestors did as well. And so you're going to see some amazing stuff. This person sent me a modern day postcard by, they didn't know this, but it's one of my favorite photographers, Cartier-Bresson, and it's women sitting at a cafe. And this person, Clements, said that they grew up with postcards and they mailed this one to me. So it was part of their collection. Somebody sent me a scenic Cape Cod, which I love. Wendy, thank you so much for this. It's all lighthouses. And this is what we think of as a traditional postcard. Someone sent me, someone, actually people have been sending me postcards that they collected when they went on vacation, but never mailed to anyone. So that's what this is. Lauren, thank you so much for this. This is, I bought this postcard on one of my pilgrimages to Shakespeare's grave and home. And I have been there. I have friends that I visited in England when I went over there for Who Do You Think You Are Live? And we went to Shakespeare's house and upstairs they have the guest book and opened the guest book and found somebody from my last muster book had been the first person to sign it. And that would be Thomas Perkins. And I was like, I know who this is. So I wrote them a nice note, the curators, and I'm sure they thought I was just a crazy American. But anyway, thank you so much for this, Lauren. This person found a way, uh, Russ, found a way to print a postcard, an original historical postcard of their family this is their, his great-grandfather as a young kid and his dad sitting next to him. A photo I'm actively researching. Location is Mohegan or Nasonville, Rhode Island. Hey, I've been to Nasonville in my like, pandemic hobby of visiting every village in the state of Rhode Island. My aunt said my great-great-grandfather could name everyone, but of course they don't have that info. They believe it's about 1910 and I sort of agree with that, but they did the front and the back, which is so cool. So you can print postcards and I'll do some research and figure out how you can do that. And I'll put it in my newsletter. So get on the list and uh, you can print some out and send them to people. Here's another person, Julie Holmes Hahn. This is her great grandparents on their wedding day in Moshka County, Iowa. And she's dressed to the nine, but he never even polished his boots. Isn't this fabulous? This is such a fabulous one. It says, it's, did she say 1895? And that's perfect. Love it. So again, this is a very much thicker postcard that they printed out on. This is much thinner paper. So we'll have to figure that out. Somebody's again, sent me old photographs. I'm a big fan of the Carnegie libraries that were 
built all over the country. And this is Mark Davis. Thank you so much for sending me. He said, this library is still standing in Phoenix, Arizona. If I ever get to Phoenix again, I'd like to see it, Mark. I got mail from overseas. Ursula sent me a picture of, I can't read it, it's in German, but a little village in Germany. I'm not even going to try because I have no idea. Why is in Salsa? It was the first mentioned in the ninth century, and today it's known for its beautiful garden and roses. I did go to Germany once. We took a little cruise down the Rhine for the day and went to a wine festival, had a good time. We were visiting someone my husband knew there. This one left me speechless. So someone sent me, Betsy, Betsy, you know who you are. You actually sent me an original circa 1935 postcard. It is the circa 1935 postcard shows her great grandfather's property at Three Lakes, Wisconsin. And he was a railroad conductor, Sylvester Graves. It remains in the family today, given many generations. So this is actually where they lived. And here's the back. Fantastic. Somebody did an oversized one. Anybody have any questions about postcards for me? Because I'd love to answer them. This is, somebody says, what a fun project. This is their grandmother with their great-grandparents in Wisconsin again, 1913 or so. So Molly, thank you so much for this. Isn't this great? Again, a modern-day print of a historical postcard. So much fun. I think I'm going to have to do a TikTok this afternoon with some of these postcards. Old Town Albuquerque. Um, this is someone who's writing a book and she wanted to thank me. We've got another lighthouse. Caitlin, thank you so much for this. This goes with that Cape Cod one that Wendy sent. So lighthouses are often on postcards. It is actually, some people wrote to me and said it was actually kind of hard to find postcards. And I guess if you don't live in a tourist location, it could be somebody sent me an advertisement for their game that they sell. Route 66, Marty. She's uh, got a little van, almost like No Man's Land, although much nicer, and travels around the country in it. Brooklyn is the name of the van, and she's doing the Route 66 thing. So thank you so much for sending me this postcard from your trips on the road. What else? we got political postcards. She bought this back in 2011. This was a 2011 political postcard that was printed in Oakland, California. And Terry sent this to me, which is great. Somebody sent me Molly Brown, the unsinkable Molly Brown sent me a postcard, but I actually, I know who this is. So this is the Avenue concept here in Providence, Rhode Island, which is where I live. There are these blank walls throughout downtown where they ripped down a lot of buildings and just put in parking lots. It's not my favorite thing to do for them to have done to downtown. Uh, but this was a mural that was up for a long time and they've just replaced it. So they printed postcards so that we could actually uh, still have it because it's one of my favorite murals. Some people took this as an opportunity to clean out their postcard collection. I don't know how many of you know Lou Zooks. She used to be with Ancestry.com, but we're birthday twins and I've known her for decades. She sent me an assortment of cards that I can then mail out to people, which this is a, hist a modern day sort of poster of Chicago. Some 
art, art postcards. And then she sent me an actual linen postcard. These are quite lovely. These are, I think, from the um, 50s and 60s of a observation at in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Um, I have not seen that. So these are linen. They actually look like linen and they have interesting colors on. So that's from Lou. She sent me a whole bunch of them. That's what I got. Oh, goodness. Uh, Gail said this is a postcard that was actually sent to her grandfather. This was sent to her grandfather about 1911. It has a stamp. Ah, kid, you needn't send me such funny cards for this one is funny enough. Yours truly, Mutt. So always read the back of the postcards. That's what my guests have told me, advised me to do. Of course, it's backwards on Instagram, but you can certainly watch this again on Facebook or on YouTube. Do follow me on YouTube. Oh, what else do I have? Oh, my goodness. Well, one of my guests was the postcardist in uh, episode 140, and this is his life. He gets, like, dozens of postcards every week that people send him. And I guess that one of his followers... Uh, listened to my podcast of the postcardist and she wrote me this nice note and told me that she has all the images her family from the mid-1800s on and obviously I think she might become a client at this point because she's really interested in that but she made me a personal postcard it's a collage it's a one of a kind and it's lovely so Betsy if you are listening this is quite lovely and thank you if you're interested in the postcardist he has his own podcast actually Episode 140, truly amazing. The amount of work that must have gone into making that collage. Art postcards, very popular. So they fall into categories. I have notebooks full of postcards from Providence, Rhode Island. And there's another art one we got here. This is an advertising postcard. And someone sent this to me. It is a postcard that was at the Columbia River Maritime Museum in Astoria, Oregon. This is an advertising postcard for a business that was in the area. And it was the first Western post office was in Astoria. So that's actually kind of nice. So I've got this to represent the first Western post office. A couple of years ago, my husband and I went to Newfoundland, Canada, and fell in love with it. We were planning to go back in April of 2020, and that obviously never happened. But we, we've started watching some show on Acorn called uh, Republic of Doyle, I think it's called. And it's an in, it's a endearing is how the reviewers describe it. But we watch it because it shows us Newfoundland. So imagine my surprise to go to the post office today and find a postcard of a historical event from Newfoundland. It was very cool. Represents a submerged house being towed by a schooner in November 1929, and I didn't know this. Now, we went to the Historical Museum there, of course, and I looked at their photo collection online and uh, stuff like that. There was a tidal wave that hit Newfoundland's south coast. We did not go to the south coast. Do not be deceived when you look at a map at the size of Newfoundland. It's a whole lot bigger than you could ever imagine. There's a whole lot more to see, and I hope I get back there soon to do some exploring because I'd love to go. Everyone was very nice. This is a letter 
from Audrey, who said that my postcard post had her remembering the ones she found in her grandmother's collection of photos, that she made copies of them to send, and they were always intriguing to her. And so she made me copies of them all. I have a whole pile of them. So a few of them have messages on the back. Dear sister, this is 1910. It's the name of a person and how old they are. So the postcard in my family is, in my family collection is my grandmother, my maternal grandmother and grandfather on in their wedding outfits. So that most people didn't actually mail these postcards. Here's one with a message on the back as well. Two long years I've labored in this old building to gain a bit of knowledge, which I stored away. So this is a school, a high school that they went to for two years. Isn't that cool? So she printed them front and back. So they look like an actual postcard. I do have a small collection of Halloween postcards that I've collected that I need to do something with. Audrey, I have yours. Those are the ones I just showed. They're so amazing. There's a, here's a thresher. Aren't these great? James Hansen found all these postcards that he obtained after his parents passed away and he just couldn't throw them away. And they are from various places. So now I have to figure out what to do with them. Um, it's kind of a stack of cards and they're linen cards and they're mostly of places in Dallas. So maybe I'll see if the Dallas Public Library collection wants them. Some other places in Texas. There's Old Faithful in Yellowstone Park, which actually was on my travel list for 2020 as well. So the postcards weren't usually sent and our ancestors could take their own postcards so that I have shown in previous lives that I have a postcard camera that is the right size so that you would load it with film and then take it and be printed as postcards. But they're images that you took within the family, not that you went to a photo studio and had taken. Now, in my grandparents' case, they went to the studio in their outfits and maybe they went to a local department store because that was popular as well. You can date a postcard by the stamp back if it's not mailed. The stamp, the postmark. One of my guests on the podcast was an expert in postmarks from all over the world. One guy has more than a million postcards in his collection. It's pretty amazing to me. Carol went to an ephemera show, which is disposable paper things, and was looking at Nebraska postcards. And her great grandfather lived there and died there in 1908. She found a real photo postcard, which is basically a photograph on a postcard, with a 1907 postmark of the small town he lived in. Since it's rare to find a card of that town, I bought it. The picture means nothing, meant nothing to me as the names of the people receiving and sending the card weren't familiar with her. But then she realized that it contained her great-grandfather's last name. So he was mentioned in... So after researching the names on the card, she discovered uh, that the card actually shows her great-grandfather Charles Mead at a hotel he used to run, and it was sent by his son-in-law to a cousin. And she asked the question that we all ask for any of us that are collecting, 
which is, did I find the card or did it find me? Because we're just never sure what happens there. Our postcards can also represent history, not just family history, but like that Newfoundland postcard, it can reflect a historical moment that we want to remember. In this case, somebody sent me a postcard from the AIDS Memorial Quilt Project, which you know, that was really sad. It is currently warehoused in San Francisco when not being displayed. And people are still adding quilt squares to the memorial quilts. But that's a postcard that was issued for that. In the Facebook group album, postcard album on my Facebook page, Photo Detective page, there's one that I think represents World War I quite nicely. It is actually, I did get one holiday card through email, and this is it. So it's a mom and two kids opening presents on the floor. There's a little Christmas tree on the table. And there is a framed picture of dad in World War I. And this is Germany. So German uniform, which is pretty cool. These are ones that she found in her family collection. And then somebody sent me an, a copy of a photograph from Missoula, Montana, from when it was a small town. So that's all there too. Linda would love to know how to print old family photos to make a postcard. Yes, I will research that and tell you all about it. I'm assuming that the postcards are not archival quality. Right, exactly. They're not archival quality. Likely they are on some sort of acidic paper. Terry, what will I do with all these postcards? That is the question, Terry. For those of you that sent me unmailed postcards just of random like artwork and things. I think I'm going to mail them off to various people I know, or maybe I'll send them to the postcardist or one of the guests on the show. For the historical linen postcards, I am going to see if a historical society or library wants them. There are postcards on every topic. There are even pandemic postcards. That's what the postcardist told me. He had just received and collected a whole bunch of them that he had found on Etsy, which is the design site, crafting site where you can go on and buy things. I've bought things on Etsy. Anybody have any other questions for me? I think really, I love these themed months for the podcast. And I have a couple more planned for next year uh, because you all love them so much. And I think it would be a great, it's great fun to see what you have in your collection for these various types of pictures that we're focused on and who's currently doing some of the alternative processes. So one, we know that postcards are still being made. They might be harder to get, but on Etsy, people are still designing very personalized individual postcards, which you can mail out. Maybe your ancestor had a postcard cam, Mark R Ruth, tell me that postcards actually begin around the time of the Civil War. And I didn't know that. They're sort of playing cards. There's nothing on there. They're just, just a card. Linda wants to know, what would I guess the paperweight is for the postcards you have? I'm thinking 110 paper. They're, they're a little thinner than a cardstock here. Sue on Instagram says that she has a collection of World War I postcards with Scottish verses. Oh, that's cool. Follow me on social media. Sign up to be um, a subscriber to my YouTube channel, please. That would be great um, so that you never miss any of the videos that I'm creating. Sign up, I said, for my newsletter that's number one because you don't know what you're going to miss. I have some ideas for some other things to put in the newsletter, so we'll see. In any case, if no one has 
any other questions for me, then I will sign off for today and I'll see you next month. However, this space, this usual last week of the month is for Q&A about any photo related questions, not photo identification so much because I try to keep those separate, but if you have any kind of questions about photographs, preservation, sharing, organization, digital imaging, any of that, please let me know. Send them to me through social media, through the help desk on my website. However you want to get them to me, then I will answer your questions through the live. Sue Kelly says her grandmother and her sister sent postcards to each other, no telephones. It's true. You could use them that way. Imagine getting morning mail, midday mail, afternoon mail, and evening mail. That's a concept. <laughs> Something we can't quite imagine. Thank you so much, everyone. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media, leave me a rating and a review, and if you know of a friend or family member who's also interested in family photographs, share this episode with them too. See you next time. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one -on -one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.